Well, with over 400,000 deaths and 7 million confirmed cases, the COVID-19 pandemic is continuing to spread across the world and still impacting people's lives. So researchers all around the world are working around the clock to develop a vaccine against SARS-CoV-2. That's the virus causing COVID-19. And um, the good news, uh, making progress at an unprecedented speed. So for further discussion on vaccine development efforts around the world, we're pleased to be joined on the line uh, from the University of Michigan Medical School Division of Infectious Diseases, Professor Jihoon Pang. Hello. Hello. Well, thank you for joining us, Professor Pang. Um, uh, I, I guess Anthony Fauci, the, uh, the, the head of the uh, disease task force in the U.S., gave some uh, words of comfort, saying that uh, in his view, uh, that it is uh, almost uh, inevitable that in this case, although there's always been questions about whether vaccines can indeed be developed or not, uh, he is optimistic that there will indeed be a vaccine for this. As you've been able to look through uh, the various uh, candidates, uh, what are some of the promising forerunners at this point? Um, right now, the front runners are the genetic vaccines, the RNA vaccine, the DNA vaccine, and um, the um, viral vector vaccines. And, and they're the front runners mainly because they're much more easier to make. Mm. Um, you know, compared to the traditional vi- um, vaccines, which are made out of protein, which takes a long time to make, these, these vaccines, all you need is the genetic code. And you could kind of make it much more easily and ramp it up much more faster. And, and that's why you're seeing um, a lot of news about these RNA and DNA vaccines, mainly because um, they're, they are easier to make. And, um, and, and you know, the, I know Dr. Fauci said, best case scenario, maybe next year we yeah. might get the vaccine. And um, it's possible, of course, but... Um, but, you know, science is um, always um, um, more failures than successes. So I, I think it's, it's, it's important to be realistic that, you know, there's a good chance we might succeed. But if we do not succeed with this first vaccine that kind of is um, um, running really fast, mm-hmm. um, it, don't be surprised. In a way, yeah. Right. And so uh, normally uh, all of us around the world who aren't uh, epidemiologists or infectious disease experts like yourself, we don't think about things like clinical trials and uh, uh, what exactly it takes to, to get a vaccine uh, to the market. Uh, we keep hearing about 18 to 24 months. And I, I, I guess we want to um, ask you um, – you, you talked about Fauci's uh, optimistic view about early 2021, but um, just walk us through briefly uh, the, the time it takes to develop a safe and effective vaccine and why uh, that time frame does to the layperson feel so much longer than uh, normally should be needed. Yeah, so, um, so I think the vaccine always starts in the lab and then you start injecting it into animals. And, and what you're looking for in animals are safety signals and efficacy signals. And uh, if you feel that the vaccine is safe and effective enough in animals, you start giving them to human beings. And the first stage of any clinical trial is looking to make sure it's safe. It's always safety first and efficacy later. And that's going to be your phase one study. And if you think it's safe, you start, you know, enrolling more patients, um, which is the phase two study, and simultaneously look at safety, but also efficacy signals. And if your phase two study shows that there, it, this vaccine might be effective, 
then you do the ultimate study, which is the phase three study, and that's going to be looking at safety and mainly efficacy. And and you you are able to prove efficacy only when you are able to enroll a large enough population um, and, and show that vaccine versus um, not giving vaccines, um, the vaccine shows a protective effect in that large population. And, and the population that you're looking into, for example, um, a, a virus called the rotavirus, you know, it, it enrolls almost 100,000 patients if you combine all these phase three studies mm. together. Uh, with this coronavirus, we're looking into maybe about 30,000 patients. Mm. And so it's a lo- very large study that's going to take a long time to enroll yeah. um, normally. But in these times, it might be quicker. And um, that's the hope. Okay. And the other thing you really need with these vaccines is you need disease prevalence. If, if you don't have any disease around you, it's going to be very difficult to prove whether a vaccine protects you or not in a short period. Um, for example, if I conducted a vaccine trial in Korea right now, it's going to take a very long time for me to show that the vaccine actually protects you because there's not a lot of COVID-19 in Korea. Mm. Um, now in the United States, it might be different because um, we still do have a lot of COVID-19 right. and um, the cases are kind of rising right now. And so maybe we might have an answer sooner rather than later, mainly be, um, when, 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 when this, um, if the disease uh, prevalence does go up. And then the last component of vaccine um, implementation is the manufacturing process, which is right. a very complex process, and and um, and that that takes a long time too. And sixteen, you know, the the twelve, the eighteen to twenty four month time period, everything kind of needs to be perfect. Mm. And in the real world, perfection is very difficult to achieve. So. It can, it's possible, but again, um, everything needs to be perfect to achieve this time frame. Um, you can see I'm kind of on the more skeptic side, yeah, right. skeptical side on the uh, when it comes to um, the timeline. But um, but um, but you know maybe we might be able to achieve that. Yeah. So when we talk about that time frame and we see this global race, uh, as you well know, uh, Korea also trying to uh, get to the forefront of this. Uh, you mentioned the RNA technology uh, being uh, sort of considered the forerunners in your view. Can you differentiate then that, that with the vaccines uh, that are being developed here in Korea, um, uh, like uh, Genexine here, and why, why that would be a maybe a longer time frame? Well, you know, there's not... You know, the, when it comes to efficacy safety, um, the differences are subtle. You know, the, the DNA vaccine um, originates from 20 years ago, and people have been trying to develop human vaccines for about, uh, human DNA vaccines for about 20 years. And, and, and so far, we ha- don't have a human DNA vaccine in our, in, right. in, in, that we are um, giving. The RNA vaccine is a relatively newer technology, and um, people thought about it in the past, but the problem with RNA vaccines was it, it would just break down. And mm. but now, with new technology, we're able to stabilize the RNAs and, and give it to human beings. Okay, uh, I, I would say that one of the main differences is RNA vaccines are a little bit more easier to produce because mm. you don't need cells or animal products to produce versus DNA vaccines, where you do need um, animal products to to produce. Um, so it's a little bit more simpler. Um, and then the DNA vaccine, um, and, and both vaccines have some safety signals, 
Um, and one, one concern with DNA vaccines is that you're inserting DNA into a human cell, and, and there's always been a theoretical concern that that can potentially integrate into the human DNA. Right. And, and what does that mean long-term in terms of safety? Um, so there's always been that concern with the DNA okay. vaccine. But one advantage of the DNA vaccine is much more stable than the RNA vaccine. So um, you don't need, like, special equipment or special mm. um, freezers to really store it. So it's, if you are able to develop a safe and effective DNA vaccine, the implementation aspect of it is going to be much more easier than the RNA vaccine. Well, Dr. Bang, uh, we are uh, almost out of time, but I just wanted to uh, ask you very briefly, uh, is it possible that we would get a uh, prophylactic treatment that is deemed to be effective? I know remdesivir has excited some uh, people, but uh, the time frame of that uh, could be uh, sooner uh, as far as the window than a vaccine? That's possible, you know. That's, that's my bias. I, I think it's much more trickier to teach your immune system how to protect yourself against the virus mm. than killing the virus itself. So, so I'm hoping an antiviral that we can take by mouth um, comes out first. Um, but that's just my hope and my bias. And maybe we get a vaccine first because there's just so much money right. and resources being poured into developing a vaccine. But it, it's such a much more uh, trickier process. Well, um, Professor Pong, uh, we do hope that uh, as more developments uh, uh, come to light, uh, we can have you back on again and help us uh, understand it better. But thank you very much for your time. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thank you.